I ever knew All I ever knew Was fucking your bitch Cause when I'm in that pussy I thrive and flourish Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. 2020, you all know what the fuck going on. We still flourishing, and heavy's here, man. We're happy. We got a really good episode coming up, and the reason why it's so good is because it's edited and produced by Grammy Award winner Tom Curry. You understand? You can follow him on Instagram, K-A-H-R-E, Tom Curry. Also, too, I want to take a moment to shout out the Bad Jew, who you should follow. She does pop-ups, which I just went to after the market today. It's basically a pastrami sandwich, but it's pork. You understand? Fucking fire. Episode part two of uh, Betty Blanco is absolutely fucking incredible. You guys are going to love this one. I just celebrated his birthday. Benny, thank you. It was was an incredible party. Uh, Diplo was DJing, open bar, all the most beautiful people in the city there. Uh, Really good energy. And in this episode, you know, you're going to learn about how Benny has his own record label and doesn't only have his own publishing deal, but gives out publishing deals and artists like Tory Lanez are signed to his record label so I mean Benny is a boss I wish him nothing but the best in this new year it's actually his birthday today um, as I record this we're gonna drop this episode probably tomorrow or on Tuesday and I'm just wishing y'all nothing but a mother fucking flourish and we are back wow back 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 at it back from the motherfucking future I am looking at a certified legend in what I want to almost call like a Komodo you understand? It, it, yeah, like I did. A, I wore this last night. It's like a two. It's like a two-piece Japanese pajama suit, black, gold, green, dragons everywhere, and you know we spitting that <laughs> fire. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Hefty. You understand? We don't have a sponsor right now. We're in between. Although we are ingesting Lifehouse. Shout out to Lifehouse. We are in studio here. Are we in between sponsors? Yeah, we're in between sponsors. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're in between sponsors. Benny's, you know, uh, you've got some sponsors for me? Uh, Maybe no. Matt, we're, we're in talks with Matsuhisa right now. We'll see what's going on. All I'm looking for is a monthly $1,000 allowance okay. <laughs> to Matsuhisa. Okay. If not, maybe Benny will take me for my yes. birthday. Yeah, okay, maybe. there we go. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Potentially. Benny, I know your birthday's coming up. Mine is coming up. Which I'm is on Pisces. March. March 8th is my birthday. March 8th. Okay. Mine's on the 12th. We're both Pisces. That's why I think we connect. That's why we cry. That's why we see eye to eye. Do you cry? I cry. Do you cry still? Yeah. What like, do you mean still? Like da- no, but like daily though? I mean, do you cry daily? <laughs> no, sometimes. Daily? Not Daily. Did you cry today? No. Yesterday? Yes. Day before? Yes. <laughs> How many times a week are you crying? Three to four. Really? Yeah. Like real full cry? No, no. Or Sometimes just like it's just tear. like tears. Sometimes it's like doesn't even drip. Are but they it's like sad a, or are they happy? Or most of the time sad? Sometimes. Uh, mo- yeah, I'd say probably three out of four times sad. I feel like someone needs to keep like, can, can we, can this episode actually be about getting heavy a hug? Heavy hugs. Let's go. First of all, let me just say this off top to the people. Motherfuckers know how positive I always am. But it's good to be in touch with your emotions. Do you understand that? You're not going to be true to yourself unless you can be emotionally intellectual. And that's exactly what a player is. You understand that? 
real gangsters and players cry. Real players and gangsters cry and go through shit and have had their fucking heart broken and know what real turmoil is. Just like Benny Blanco. If you've heard, listened or heard part one of the Benny Blanco episode. So, on the last episode, yeah. where we left off. For, well, actually, before we get into it, okay. I want to say this. Muzzle tough to Lil Dicky, a.k.a. Dave. Yes. And you. Yes. And Santino. Yes. And I guess Scooter Braun. Yes. <laughs> on the new show. Yes. Which just was screened last night. Yeah, it's crazy. And we were talking about it, and I was like, "Do you th- like how was it received?" I don't like, even know. I know, think yeah, it's great. Right? The, the guy, I just... Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. I saw, like, the dude from Silicon Valley was, like, the, the uh, created that show was, like, this show's, like, going to be big. It's oh, going to be huge. Oh, wow. But I know well, that's no- a good indication. I know nothing, because it's all just, like... Well, you never really know. Dude, it's just jokes. Like, his whole show is I know him very well. So it's like, I live that show. Like, it's not like, you know, it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, I live, like, and the jokes are just jokes me and him have, like, made to each other and stuff he's lived through his life. Are you a writer on the show? I wouldn't, and are you a producer? I, want, I wouldn't call myself a writer. Uh, I, I, I'm just, like, he's my best friend. Yeah. We come up with funny ideas. And of stuff. course. I'm not like, a are you writer, a co-creator? But no, no, no. What's I'm, your, what did you have an official title? Are you an I'm EP? Actually, no, I'm in the show. Oh, you're in it. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. Oh, this I'm is not, the launch of your acting career. No, uh, yes. Da- I would never be an actor. The only time I would ever act is if like Dave wants me in something. Oh, because I'm epic. playing. Because oh, this is like some like, Adam Sandler shit, like on some homie shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't. Like I'm playing myself of, in the oh show. Oh my god! I did not realize this. It's at a, all. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, like, it is a like, big deal. He's, he's, You're gonna be on TV. I thought you were like a producer of it or something. I, I am gonna be on TV. Wow, muscle tough. I don't. I like, Let's go. No, but think about it. Like in the last he's two, the mastermind. Absolutely, and shout out to him. We were talking about like how I've heard of him. We have mutual friends in mm-hmm. Roger Goodman and in you and in a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. but we never actually like you know sat down for a bagel and mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. chopped it up. But he. This is this is big. This is in the past two years. You've launched your okay. So okay. So now that we've addressed the muzzle tough and that you're right. in the, and that you're in the we show, which I didn't even we don't even know. we don't even want to get into it yet. We don't want to give away too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So okay. when okay when does the show launch though? Uh, like next week, wow. March fourth. Okay, exciting, exciting. I'm right before in, your birthday. I'm not in until the eighth episode. Okay, okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Okay, so. The last episode, people really reached out to me and really, really loved. They said it was an incredible episode. And I, it was probably the, one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, where we left off was an exciting moment in your life, which I'd like to jump back into if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't even remember. You do. So where it left off was you were on the brink of, uh, you know, uh, you had your back against the wall. Yeah. You were getting kicked out of the New York apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, You had yeah, just yeah. signed the publishing deal. Yeah. And a week later, you were in studio with the guy who signed the publishing deal yeah, to yeah, you yeah, with yeah. Britney Spears. Yes. And yes. you're 19 years old. Yes. Okay. So are you in Las Vegas or in Los Angeles when you're with Britney Spears? I am in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And this is, and this is like your this is your first time with a publishing deal. Like <laughs> it's pr- like, it's like, 
it's it's crazy. It's like the point where like, you know, we were also at that time we were working with a girl who was very unknown. Her name was Katy Perry. And okay. wow. she she I remember Did she when, have those did she did, did she have I don't I mean did she have those big tits back in the day? <laughs> I just playing. Okay, fine, we can move on from that. We can take it out. Oh we can take it out. This we can take it out. Crazy. We can take it out. She's <laughs> heavy. <laughs> Someone hug heavy. Um so you know, it's like you know, for the very beginning of my career, like most of the people I was working with, they weren't huge artists at the time. You know, they were the Kesha's, the Katy Perry's, like Diplo. I, yeah, 303, like all these people like I had never I was just working with with just like just people that would work with me and then like they got very big and things, you know, when I was you know, 19, 20, 21, it all started moving just like, you know, my whole, you know, your whole life you're sitting there, you know, it's funny for me to talk about like my whole life. And it's like, but I like for me, it's like, I look, I got lucky. I started really, really going for it when I was like 12. Young. So it's like, so but like, I, don't, I, I don't know if you're, I don't know if that's luck or if that's just honestly, bro. And this is from the bottom of my heart. Balls, like, like real, real balls, like. To have it at that young and to know and to commit at that age is, 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 is it's intuitive and it's, it's ballsy. I was bro. going for it. Yeah. I was going for it at like, at like 12, 13. <laughs> and I wasn't, look, and I still, every day, man, like people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Like it's like, cause I'll try things that aren't the norm and it's, and, and I'm the, I don't care. Like, I don't what. Okay, cool. Someone's going to be like, hey, man, like, that's a stupid idea. Great. Sometimes okay. I feel like I care too much. Yeah. Yeah. Over the you past can't little care while. about that. Not at all. No, it's like, you know what? Some of my ideas are really stupid. Some of them are really good. And it's like. You're trying. You got to get up every day and yeah. try. I, dude, Fail, I get. Failing's okay. I fail even now so much. And I'm at the top of my food chain. And I fail constantly and people let me down and people I did a lot for in the past don't hold me down the same way that I did them and it's like and it happens and what am I gonna do I'm gonna sit here all day and just be like everyone's like dude are you okay like if something happens and I'm like yeah dude I'm fine like I, I'm gonna live my life I'm gonna go on I believe in myself that's, so I, that's I believe in me that's the most important thing is yeah. to never lose sight of that yeah it's like don't lose sight it's like you're going to fail. Even if you're at the top, you know, people, people have failures. The day doesn't go the way they want. I guarantee you Barack Obama wakes up some days and he's like, shit, it just didn't go the way I wanted today. <laughs> yeah. but you know what? I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to kill it. Uh huh. That's all it is. I think that ultimately, you know, for me, um, that's, it speaks to me. <laughs> speaks Am to I me. speaking to you right now? Yeah, no, you're speaking to me. Am I hugging heavy? Yeah, you're hugging me, you're hugging me verbally. <laughs> uh, it's a verbal hug. So at this point, so I'm, so you're then, in the studio. So, but, you, but you're at a level of success where you've got things on the top charts. Right now, it's like, yeah, but at that point, when I'm 20, 21, things are like happening and it's like, it's like, holy fuck. Like, and it, it, the crazy thing is like my parents still don't get it. Like, it's like at this point, do you I'm have like, money at this point? Yes. I have money now. <laughs> and like, and, and it's so funny. My parents used to be on like an email and I, they would, 
be aware of all my finances. Like when it they came were in. like, yeah, they were helping me, and of you know, and 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 I and I go <laughs> one day I'm like. Take them off the emails. <laughs> so they're off the emails. So they don't know no, how much no. money I make. And, you know, at this point I'm making money. And I remember like my, you know, your parents pick these like arbitrary things to be like, oh, you made it. Like, you, like still I had hit songs. My mom would be like, well, what's the backup plan? I'd be like, mom, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm think things are going well. This, this is yeah, it. This is it. And then she's like, I remember like, and the New York Times like did like a big piece on me, and she's like, "You made it, honey!" Like, like <laughs> she's that. like, "This is yeah. it." Yeah, wow. and I remember she's I like, was, this is something I can show my yeah, friends. It's crazy. I was like, I remember I was like playing, I like performed on SNL or something. I remember I you telling like, me this in like probably two thousand eight or nine or something. Maybe, maybe playing the keys. Yeah, like it was like the lowest level. <laughs> and and my dad was like, "This is it." Like he was like walking around SNL. He was like, "Okay, all right." I'm and, proud of you. Yeah, and it's like you know your parents, your parents pick these weird, strange times that make no sense. But fuck it, they did, mm-hmm. and I started having a lot of success, and. You know, in the moment, I was just like going, going. It's like, okay, what's next? What's next? I didn't really take the time to like bask in it and just be like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is happening. I did something like really amazing, and this is. But it's. T- I mean, I wish I went back. I wouldn't. You know, I, when I was like, probably when I was like twenty five, twenty six, maybe twenty six, uh-huh. I was like. Okay, you gotta start like, and I used to like do something anytime like I had like a number one song or something like I'd like you had to celebrate. Yeah, it. I'd celebrate. I didn't celebrate like at the beginning at all. Well, like, I we think moving something that's good though is that you came out of those early twenties with this success, and you know you didn't get too caught up in drugs or in with the wrong no. crowd. You stayed grounded through it. Yeah, because I think that like what you know once. You can once you get to the that point, you get over the hill. You're like, you, it's it's just rolling. You, you don't well, you don't really know how to I, act. I did look. I'll tell you this: when it first started happening, when I was like eighteen, nineteen, I definitely like went through a time, and then, um, you know, I got out of it. By the time I was twenty one, I had already been to the club so many times. I'd already done all these things. And, and are you like are you like having sex with like a lot of hot girls? Like, <laughs> I when I when I first like first came out to New York and like things first started popping off for me. It was like, I was like, Whoa, I was like, this is crazy. Like you walk into a place and it's like, uh, the girls are just there and they're like, and that, but then it's, and they know who you are. You start thinking, you start thinking instantly. You say, is this girl with me for the right reasons? Is this, that is this. And where are you living at this point in New York? Like, do you like, where are you based out of now? Like, like at, at what point did you buy your first house? Like, where were you living between my first nineteen house and in 20? 2010. Okay. So right now it's 2020. Eight. And this is tw- so twelve years. Oh, so ten years ago. So okay. So when you were twenty, yeah, I, bought, I I was I was probably twenty one. That's when I bought like my first like apartment. Apartment. Is this in New York? Yeah. Where? Um. In Chelsea. Wow. And I had a panic attack, I remember, because I was like, am I going to be able to afford that? I was like calling my business <laughs> manager. I was like, 
I was like, did, did I do the wrong thing? Like, am I going to be able like, is this going to last forever? Yeah, I, yeah. You know, because I'm a neurotic Jew. Of course. You know, um, but uh, I actually still have that place today. Wow. Do you rent it out? No. Oh, no, it's cool. usually like, it's like whenever my friends are in town and it's just, you know. My, so it's my new spot, basically. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, that's, look, dude, that's, that's exactly how I am. It's like, the, my, I'm not like a guy who like, cares about look it's great that i that i've been fortunate enough to make money doing what i love but it's like you know i'm the type like i bought my mom a house my dad a house you know it's like it's like i want to like gang shit i just i i've i've always cared about the people who are around me and it's like dude if you're making all this money and you're not like showing your friends and family a great time then what are you doing it for What's the, what's the purpose? Yeah, what's the purpose? So you could be fucking rich on a mountain of cash by when you're yourself. 80 by yourself, yeah. like treating all your friends like shit. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, so no. That's, that's dope. That's I want to like, I'm just, I'm just stoked. Like I can like eat like a good sushi meal. Oh like, my like, God, bro, for sure. It's, like it's like to me, but I'm that's just, what's beautiful about you though. And I've been around a lot of people who have earned it or it was just given to them, like, sometimes when people, even when they do earn it themselves, they get this, they they put themselves on this, like, hierarchy, like, as though, not that they're better, but that they're, that, they're, that you'll never achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, no. like, you have a very welcoming energy to, I don't want to, any- towards... I don't know, success and like, I, you know, having people, the, the people around you, I guess, feel good. Because anyone, dude... Everyone's a human. I'm not different from from you know no, Brad not. Pitt, who's not different from so. Exactly. Every one of these people are people. They're sad. They're happy. They're lonely. They're you they're know, horny. It's, it, they're horny. It's they're the, hungry. Yeah, they're hungry. It's the same thing. And it's just like no one. I could be you. You could be me. Like it's like it's like anyone. Like you can walk down the street and like today. And be no one, and then in a few years be the biggest person in the world. Boy, ba- ba- Bad Bunny. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. He's. I, I just heard that he was. Um, but he, that his, I heard something on the radio. It was like a couple years ago. He was like washing dishes, and now he's like the biggest artist in the world. I also met a young Latino artist in New York. I got to put you onto his name is Matt Hunter. Like, he's like a little Latino. Like uh, met him through my buddy George. Okay, so anyways. So you're 21, you own a house, you buy your, I guess you're at this point, you're like 23, 24 buying your parents' house. No, no, houses. no, I didn't, not until late. Not that, until that's late. later on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. my, my mom was still working. She didn't retire until recently, until a okay. few years ago. So, but, so yeah, so I, so I just want to stay just on the timeline, just because just that's what I'm using as like, uh, as the, as the template. So you're, this is over, over oh, from 18 to like 24. Yeah. You're popping off. Now, You've got this apartment in, in New York. So, so, so in about 2010, 2011 is when, you know, before I was working under like, you know, Max Martin, Dr. Luke, you know, 2010, 2011, I started doing some songs, you know, by myself. Like with me as like the, as, the artist, as, as the, no, no, no. As the producer is like, the oh, head okay. guy, you know, cause I was working under, uh, you know, some other guys. So it's like, I started doing that. And started getting some success in that. And then it's like, whoa, it's like, I can do this too. Like, I, I learned, produce. like, I can do, I can produce, like, without the big guys behind me. And, like, I can do this. And, and you know, I just kept doing it. 
And look, I did it. We can fast forward years. Mm. I, you know, eventually I started a record label. Had, had I didn't know this. Yeah, I started a record label, and I had a public. I, I, and this I, is in two thousand and. I probably started a record label in two thousand. Twelve. 13, 13, 14, okay. something like that. Okay. Uh, uh, something like that. Okay. I started one and got really lucky, had some successful artists, you know, and it's like. Which include? You know, like like Tory Lanez was. was I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so. Oh, so that's what your relationship to him. Yeah, so ah, so just like. a little Toronto guy. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for Toronto. <laughs> so like, you know, look, I got. I was fortunate enough to do that and signed a lot of really good writers and I started a publishing company. I knew nothing about publishing. I was just like, oh. But you had the deal. I, I, I had a publishing. No, but I started signing people myself. And uh, like your own publishing. Yeah, house. yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, I'm working with these guys and like I could like I could do They're like looking for a what deal. was done for me, and and I was like, well, why don't I, I just like realize this? Yeah, and I was like, I can put some guys in position. And I oh, so like, you started bossing up. I got, but like out of out of organically, it was like honestly not on purpose at all. And then like I kind of got talked into owning a record label, kind of got. And then who's who's directing you in this? Like, is it your both your managers? Yeah, or, my yeah. managers and and friends. And yeah. like my friend like got a job, and he was like, "Dude, you should have a label here." And so smart. you know, and 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 yeah, all these people. What's the label called? I have two little things like so there's one called mad love and there's one called friends keep secrets and that's like cool that's like the brand and look all these things were kind of like everything i do it's like i work really hard but most of it is kind of just like just randomly happened like i <laughs> fell into something you know but like I'm, i'm still working hard well it's you know i tell people this like you spend all your time like I spend all my time doing one thing and usually that's not the thing. Dude, when I was 13, I thought I was going to be the biggest rapper in the world. And you know, I shot for that and I landed being a producer and songwriter, you know. It's like, you know, maybe you're maybe you want to be the biggest comedian in the world. Maybe you you're going to wind up hosting a food show on uh -huh. on television and then make your own spices or something. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. ne you never know. Yeah. You never know. You know, you're trying to be the biggest comedian in the world. Maybe you become a fucking drama actor. You know, you have no idea. You never know. You never know. So you just work. And you're never going to know unless you stick with it and continue you to have try. To. Yeah, and, yeah. and just understand that failure is totally just a part of it. Like, the second you realize that and embrace the failures, learn from them along mm -hmm. the way, and I use love them. Failing. Um, a failing is kind of dope, actually. I love it. Actually, that's, like, that's oh, why fine. I'm so dope. <laughs> it's like, oh, finally. Like, when you fail, like, then it's like, there's no more pressure. And then it's like, well, let's you, get back up. Yeah. Once you realize that you, like, and, and once you failed so many times, it's just kind of like, not routine, but it, it's routine to, to pick yourself back up. No, it's like, it's like it's this. To, to, to just keep pushing. A like, guy who never asks, a guy who's at the bar and never asks the girl out, he's too scared, is never going to get the girl. But a guy who goes up every time and he's like, hey, look, I know this is crazy. Like me, I have to convince any girl why there's any shot she would want to like me. Like I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know, if I was just in a bar dancing and stuff, like no girl is like, they're like, okay, that weird over there. But if <laughs> no, I'm like, might be. but they if I'm, but if I have 15 minutes of your time yeah, and I can know, explain and do a little song <laughs> and dance for you, like there's a chance like, like – You can have any girl in the room. And I remember when we first met, um, it was actually an interesting time for me because I had just been abandoned by a group of friends that I thought were really close to me. And 
I probably was projecting that, like projecting that insecurity and projecting the kind of like I ain't shit energy. And you identified it like right away. You're like, you're like, wait, because you were confused because it was your first time meeting me and I have such this and I had such a big, powerful, confident energy yeah. that you had this understanding of me that meeting me in that moment, it was like kind of confusing almost, right? Like, yeah. what the, like wait, wait, what is this like? An, and it wasn't, it's not an act. It's just sometimes you can get derailed by the ones who, who you're surrounded by, or like your situation. And if there's anything that I've, when I hear you speak, and I hope, you know, the people listening to this, it's just like, you know, continue, never, never lose the trust and belief in yourself and what got you to where you are. And trust me, you ride that like fucking, like that, that dog in that movie. What's that dog in the movie with the wings? You know what I'm talking about in that movie? That, no. Yeah, yeah. It's the epic movie that we watched when we were kids. You know, never, it's on Neverland. Angels in the Outfield. No, not a main <laughs> classic movie. Sandlot? <laughs> like, no, not Sandlot. It's like a, it's like a, a science fiction movie. So I did a, I do, okay, yeah, yeah. I have a label, You're, like the whole thing. How old are you at this point when you have the label? Like 26, 27? Like Probably. 20, 25, yeah. 26? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like young boss. Good for you. I know, I know you're humble, but like, you know, it is, it is very impressive. You should be mindful of that. And I think like you kind of were when you, in, in the sense that you said you started to relish it in and, and enjoy it and celebrate I started, things. I started to enjoy more. And so, you know, I was back and forth between New York and L.A. And you have a house in L.A. at this point. Before I didn't, I got a house in two, I got... I got my first place here in 2015. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm like, you know, I was in house, rentals, hotels, all this stuff. And, Airbnb. Yeah. And I uh, basically fast forward to the point where I decide I want to put out some music. Yourself. Myself as the artist for the first time since... You know, when I was 18, I was in a group. That's how we got discovered and uh-huh. I, with Spank Rock and all that. I think uh-huh. we talked about that last we time. We did. We did. So I'm, you know, at this point, I'm probably 30 when this happened, 29, 30, okay. Okay. when I put out my first music. And I remember how it all happened. I was on the road with Ed Sheeran. Okay. And we were finishing his album, Divide. That was like, it was, uh, it's like a... His last like real album he did the other one was like a collaboration. Is he a nice guy? He's the best. He the seems sweetest, like a nice guy. Seems like the salt the of the earth. Sweetest yeah, guy like in the, the world. The like, seems like the salt of the earth. Like the best. Yeah, like, he seems he's, like he's, it. so he's one is, of my best friends. Okay, cool. Cool. He's amazing. How old is he? He's younger than me. He's okay. like I think he's about to turn thirty, maybe. Oh, okay, cool. cool. And he's he literally is like he lives in a town of like sixty I was, people. I was gonna ask, does he live in like Ireland or No, he lives in he lives in he lives in um the countryside of uh of England. Okay. And he's just like and he's just like a very simple guy. Good for him. Very like just Good wants to for like him. Does he have a family? He ha- well he has a he has a, a wife now. Oh wow. And you know, and he lives right near his parents Aww. and it's like and like lives a simple life. His wife, his wife is a girl he knew since he was a kid. Oh, like, he doesn't care. No, he's the oh. best. He's, he's the best. <laughs> those, those are always the best. He's the coolest. He's awesome. So, basically, we're on the road. Mm-hmm. We're working on his album, and that that uh, 
the documentary Defiant Ones comes out. Remember that documentary? Of course, yes. The, with, the, like, the musical documentary. With like uh it was it was the Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Of one. course. It was incredible. And very inspiring. Very and incredible. So I'm sitting there and we're watching it together, me and him. Where are you guys in the world? We're on the East Coast somewhere. Okay. So we're on the East Coast and we're like watching it and and I remember we're in like we're in like a stadium and we're in the backstage and we're like watching it uh, and we watched them all in a row and we're like sitting there and we're like we're like just about to finish it because we watched like two or three and there's like four or whatever and then we watched the last one like the day before a show and we like watch it and he's like oh it's okay pizza pizza Pizza, you okay we're excited we're excited to hear about this too pizza pizza you okay Okay. You eat the ball. <laughs> okay, good job, good pizza. Girl. Good, girl. good. Okay. Pizza, is it all okay? Thank you. I'd be so scared if pizza was just like barking in the middle uh, of the well, night. Then you meet her, and she's so sweet. No, no, like just if I'm you and I'm in bed, and I'm like, oh, dude, one one time at four in the morning, I'm in bed in my undies. She starts barking, like barking, like out the bed, barking, like at the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? I'm like, someone's trying to break in. I go. And I see, like, someone's there. And I see the silhouette, and it's, like, a female. And I'm like, what the hell? And I open the door, and it's my neighbor from, like, three or four doors down. And she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And she's like, I just wanted to see if you wanted to, sm- like, hang out and, like, smoke. Like, she was, like, trying to get some, like, late-night neighbor dick. And I was, like, in my undies, kind of half asleep, not really into it, you know. Like, Does that happen? It happened, and I, I honestly, looking back on it, I probably should have let her in because she moved out like a couple months later. So she was probably like trying to get it before she moved out. Was she nice? Very sweet. I just don't know. Ugh, I just don't know. I just wasn't ready in the mo- in the, in the half asleep moment. You weren't you know? ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Why? I, should, what, what, what I don't do you know. Have to get ready. I know. Like I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I should have let her in. But I think I was just so caught off guard. Like, you know when you get in, like, a Jew mode when you're, like, yeah. feel threatened and you're yeah. just, like, you know, and you're yeah. just, like, it was more so that, I think. I was just, yeah. like, why are you not, like, you know, like, yeah. why did I just think I was getting broken into more yeah, type thing? Yeah, crazy. Like, yeah. And did pizza calm down? Yeah, and, then, yeah, and we, we went back to sleep. Okay. You <laughs> yeah, back to sleep. Okay. Anyways, back okay. to, um. Back to our story. Yes. What were we saying? Uh, we were talking about how you were watching the Jimmy Iovine documentary. Oh, yeah. So we're watching the documentary. We're backstage. It finishes. He goes, He stands up and he says, dude, what the fuck are we doing with our lives? He's like, we need to be doing so much more. Like, And he's like, all right, I'm going to go play the show. And he literally goes, he says, what are we doing with our lives? I'll be right back. And then goes and plays a stadium, sold out. <laughs> and I'm sitting backstage and I'm like, dude, what am what the, I, I doing do with my life? life? And Like, like I could know, be doing maybe something more. I don't know. I was just like, what am I doing? Mm. And I remember looking in the, in the documentary like uh, Dr. Dre, like, his label really was taking off the most when he started becoming an artist. And then it really like took, and then he started putting on his friends, his boys. And basically, uh, cause you know, he was an artist already. And, and I, uh, I was just like, man, 
maybe I have to do this because it's so hard, you know, when you have an artist or when you're writing songs for other people, there's no guarantee, you know, like I could write a great song and then they're like, oh, you got the first single. And then they're like, oh, it's the second single. Oh, it's, a, uh, it's actually it's not, not on, on the, the album. album. They're like, actually, we just dropped the artist. <laughs> um, so like these things like happen all the time. And 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 I was just getting you know if you're in the music business it's like it's just like a frustrating thing it's like this happens like these you get different levels all these things and they don't happen and it's just like there's so many middlemen and I was like it's like a web yeah I was like, same what? thing with TV and comedy yeah, yeah TV too exactly yeah. I was like why don't I become the artist so there's like less people to like go through there's less middlemen and I was like and I can just make this and I have this talent like and why I have all I'm these not, songs why aren't I tapping into it well it's just like you have all these songs that like aren't coming out and I was like why can't I just be the artist and they come out and it's like and why can't I just put like my favorite singers on them that happen to be my friends and I remember I like told Ed and I was like so nervous and I was like Maybe like he's after the show, uh, like a day later. Uh huh. And I was like, maybe, maybe he's gonna be like, dude, just like shut up and like write songs. What are you talking about? Like, like we're the artists. Like, no, like we're the artists. Like, you just just stay the producer. Like, Uh what are you uh talking about? But like, 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 like you, like you're not, you're not, you're you're a producer. You're not. That was in your thought in your head. And then like. And then, like, I told him, he was like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea, man. He's like, I can't believe you haven't done it sooner. And then I started. <laughs> Amazing. I started to do it. and You made that first song with him. Yeah, we started it in Philadelphia uh-huh. in a hotel room. Um, I remember we, like, ordered food. And, like, the lady came in to bring us the food. And she was like. Like she like her like mind was blown that From just the music Ed Sheeran or that was he was just there, sitting, sitting there. there. Yeah, she yeah, was like, yeah. oh, like she like she like literally made <laughs> yeah, a noise. Because some people don't know like and, and you know don't know who he is or some some people are like, he's like the biggest yeah. thing since yeah. sliced bread. Yeah, like, it's crazy. He's most talented. That's crazy. Vocal artist, That's arguably of our generation. It's crazy. Know? He's got um, the, the the voice of an angel. Like hey, he's a baby angel. Mm-hmm. So so basically. I made this first thing and then like it all just like when I put the song out and I like put out my first album, I was like, oh, I was like, so I'll like, you know, I'll put out like a thing and then and then it'll, uh, you know, that's it. And it's like it'll like, you know, maybe in like four albums from now, like someone will know one of my songs. But like, dude, roses. Ju- I just I love ro- like I'll do all do all your music. Like, I mean, you know, what's sad. I need to look through because I don't even. I, there's probably songs that you've made that I don't you even don't know even that care. I love. You don't even I care love. about me. Um, no, no, <laughs> come on. You care. You care. I do. So I just, I just, I. It's almost. I feel like better to not know sometimes. Yeah. When because yeah. then you're you don't want. It's like it's better not to not. Know. Like, I don't want to Wikipedia you. Yeah. You know. Like, for me, for me, it was just like, and then when I did it, I was like, holy shit! Like. Yeah, like guys just anyone listening to this thing just fucking believe in yourself like because you can do anything you want i am a curly haired big nose i look like a science experiment gone wrong no and, no you're and, cute and you're i cute. and i uh and i and i'm guys i'm an artist now like it's great you can do anything you want nobody can tell you that you can't do anything uh i mean in, unless it's like something against the law but like uh-huh. but besides that do whatever you want and if you want to make a fool out of yourself make a fool out of yourself if you want to do something that's not comfortable to you do it like try anything we're only here for a limited this time. is why this is why you're successful you know 
because I yawn saying we're only here for a limited time. No, because you um, don't give a fuck, you know, and you just believe in you believe in freedom. Why? Yeah. Why should we give a fuck? No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Be free. Be free and spread your wings. It literally says, he sent me home in an Uber. (laughs) So that's a joke. That's a piece of art that was inspired by one of my jokes, which was actually not stolen by artists, but you'll hear art like rappers be like, I'm a millionaire, but I sent a home in an Uber pool. I used to make the captions about the food. And I'd be like, I sent her home on all these different ways of transportation. And then Uber pool really hit. And I started telling it on stage, and it was a good joke for a year. But then Uberpool became, like, the norm, and, like, kind of fizzled out. That joke fizzled out. But this this really talented artist named Paul Cooley made that piece of art. Was that was that the best joke? Was that your best uh, one at the time? Uh, at the time, it was one of my hitters. It was one of my go-tos. Because I would just be, yeah, it was one of my go-tos. But I don't tell it anymore. It's retired with that piece. It's retired? It's retired. Full-blown retired. Full-blown retired. Okay, so wait. How many albums or songs have you released since you decided to be an artist in that moment with that Jiren? I released a seven-song album. Which was incredible. Roses, I think, might have been my favorite, but it's all Thank incredible. You. And then I released, The whole album. Yeah, then I released a few more songs. Um, I did this really cool one for charity um, where we found uh, this woman... Who was? Uh, oh, was this for Nilda's story? Shit. Yeah, uh, was some young kid. This, this, this was for this was for a woman that we found, and she was ripped away with her child at Oy. the border. Oy. And we, uh, we, uh, we, we used our voice to to let her, you know, ex- express her uh, her story and tell her story. And we gave all the money to her and to charity. And then, like, randomly... She hired a lawyer and, like, got her kid back? uh, Yeah, yeah, she got the kid back. But she's still, you know, awaiting asylum. And she's, like, trying to, you know... And the the way that they do it is, you know, they make you stay in the country while you're awaiting. But But you can't get a job. You can't get a job. So it's like they, 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 like, force you to, like, have to leave. And, you know... Luckily, we you know we helped her. We 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 helped put her up and and make sure you know she could fight this and and beautiful. And we also randomly, it's so crazy. Um, this you know we set up this whole uh, there there all all these people came together to help us to help us do this and it was a beautiful thing. And and randomly, like a year after it happened, I look uh, and. And there's a story that Fiona Apple, you know who she is, the artist. She's like sounds a, really familiar. So she was like a huge artist, massive artist, very. Cool. I, I, I'm sure I know exactly who she is. So look her up. she randomly just donated all of her funds to her biggest hit for two years to the charity that we set up, huh? and then like it started doing this like chain reaction thing, and a bunch of people started doing it. And Fiona we, Apple, yeah, here she is. Yeah, and we just like it was. It was Probably so felt so good. It was so special. And for me, like, you know, helping other people and being able to do it through music is so fucking cool. And then, you know, 
me and Lil Dicky did that song Earth, like where like all the money went to you know the, helping the Amazon and helping all these you know. Uh, and it's yeah. just like it's just like I, anytime I can do anything like that, it's like fuck yeah. It's like so that's kind of why I started doing the No Kid Hungry thing, even though I myself didn't pop off. I knew that I had this network and this want and belief in empowering youth through food, you know, which is something I've been privileged enough to never have to worry about, you know, and, um, yeah, I think, uh, for anybody listening, Benny Blanco is aesthetically just as beautiful as he sounds. Do you understand that? You should never shit on yourself because you are the... The cutest. I didn't the say. Cutest, I didn't, the cute. No, the cute. You said. You said. You, no, you're. I'm like a yourself. science experiment gone wrong. Yeah, no, no, but no, I'm no, no, so, no, 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 But I'm true. so ugly that I popped out the other side, and now I'm hot. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is something that I can attend, attest to because it's like, you know, I'm bald. I've been fat. I'm even now. Like, you know, look at me. You know, I feel like I look like just like Uncle Fester if he smoked weed, you know? Like, I'm not like a good-looking guy, like, but... You look pretty cute to me. Thank you. What did you look that. like with hair? Incredible. I'll pull it up. You did? Yeah. I was, uh... Had Jewish... Jewish... Um... Curly locks. Hair. Yeah. Uh, I'll show you a photo when we're done recording. I'd say... I used to wear headbands. Man, my dad doesn't have hair. I used to wear headbands a lot. Didn't help. Why that? In like high school, I was like very hip hop. I would like wear headbands, like a Nike headband. So did that make your hair go away? I think like it didn't help. Like I would always be like wearing it like on my like, you know. Oh, wow. I thought it was like I was like a cool Jewish kid with my headband. And were you you chubby at this point? Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, this is how it went. I was when I was when I was born, I was born big, fat baby. Then I was a normal kid. Then at around eight or nine years old, put on weight. And then was big until I was about 16. And then when I was 16, I was playing hockey four times a week and I started exercising. Then from 16 to 18, I was like shredded, like almost in the best shape of my life. Then I went to college, put it all back on, and was fat until I was 31. The past two years, I've been at 185 pounds. How many people contact you trying to get the weight loss? A day? Yeah. Depends on what I'm posting. But... I would say at least one to three times a day I'll get messaged. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's why just like it's just out, like why don't you put out a remedy? I actually am and it's going to come in the form of YouTube because I think that's the best way to do it. I just have to Maybe if I can, like, I I I might shoot it at my buddy Jack's place or maybe I can shoot it. I just don't know where I want to shoot it. You know, because I want to be basically for that video, I want to be sitting there with an entire spread of food, talking about it, eating while I'm talking about it. Because mm-hmm. I think that'll just, because it just shows like this is real, you know. And maybe we'll, we'll shoot it, you know, maybe I'll shoot it at my buddy Jack's place. He'll come, I'll get a full spread. I just think it'll cost, it's going to cost me like, not $1,000, but like 500 with the food and the editing and everything. That's basically what's holding it back. Um, I'll get it done though. And yeah, I mean, just quick breakdown for anybody who's wondering. I stopped late night eating. When I stopped doing that, I started sleeping well and waking up energized. And when I woke up energized, I would ingest stuff like Lifehouse. 
And then after ingesting Lifehouse, I would like go to Runyon with my dog, Pizza, because I live in a one bedroom and I don't want her to be cooped up all day. And I would come home, I would do like maybe like four or five sets of pull ups, like four or five of them at a time, so like 20 pull ups. But now, how many were you doing like at the beginning? I would do like, like you three. Do one, right? No, I couldn't do one. No. So I worked my get way up. up. And try. Get up and try, do one, then do two. Then, you know, stretch the next day and do it again and do planks and and stop overeating, like only eat when I was actually hungry. So do you just do so you just do planks and that? I do it. cardio. I do like I'll play basketball, I'll play hockey, I'll do runyon, I'll do planks, I'll do pull ups, push ups. So how many so, so how many So do you want me to go just do some pull ups right now? You want to go max can out? You do them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, wait one second. Okay, you gotta count them out. Though. Okay, okay, I'll count them out. Can't make me laugh while I'm doing it though. I won't make you laugh at all. This is crazy. Oh, and then look how, look how I do them, too. You can describe how I do them, too. <laughs> One, two. You can't laugh, dude. Okay. You can't laugh. Okay. Three. Four. <laughs> five. Okay. But I'll do like maybe six or seven of those and I'll do like Guys, if you could if you could if you could see the way he just looked when he was doing them, he like is he like curls up into a little ball. He looks like a bat at the I end. I lift I lift basically my legs into my chest Wait, with, so which why creates you do an app cuz it's for your abs. Basically works out your abs. Ask so Har- Harley about Harley knows about this. So it's better to do it that way? It's harder, more difficult. Really? Yeah. Because you're basically lifting the extra weight of your legs coming up, and you're, you know, when you like, yeah. when you're on the thing, you lift your legs into the thing. Yeah, yeah. okay. Basically doing that, but on the bar. Okay, so you do that. So I'll do like as many of those as I can, which keeps my arms and my back and my, you know, and the planks, and cardio when I can, and uh, a little cocaine and liposuction. No, I'm just playing. Uh, people really like. There's this girl. She's a therapist certified therapist who I grew up with and she'll hit me up and she'll be like, just admit you got gastro, you know? And I'm like, no, that's really not it. Like I have a good metabolism. I have a good gene. I was just pushing it, you know? And people who are bigger, if you're like, people who message me, they're messaging me because they think that I have a secret to losing the weight. They see the unhealthy photos. They see me daily posting unhealthy shit. And they think to themselves, how? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how lame would it be if I, every day, if I was posting me doing, like, pull-ups and shit yeah, and yeah, planks? Yeah. Like, people don't want to see that shit. Unless I was making it funny, like, maybe at the end of the plank as I was holding it was, like, you know, like, saying some, you know? Yeah. This is what, like, this is what I'm dreaming of when I'm thinking of this plank. Like, that could be yeah, funny. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I could make it funny, but I'm heavy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not, um here to you know I'm, I'm here to inspire and to, and to see the people flourish and one of the most important things about my weight, weight loss was continuing to indulge you know yeah. not cutting it off like people you they go on these crazy diets keto no bread no 
fucking sugar, no cheese. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing, you know? I really don't because I eat whatever the fuck I want. Like, literally, like, that's what the video is going to be about. It's just like, you want to know what my secret is? I don't give a fuck. And, like, I just, I just know my limit, almost like drinking, you know? And I have, and I gain the, you gain the self-restraint, and you ride on that, you know? And then, like, it's like getting money. You know, you've, you've recently lost weight. You look good. You lost, know, you've lost like, weight. what, 25 pounds? 30, probably. 30 pounds. Yeah. 30 pounds. 25, tight. 30. And you, you feel incredible. I feel great. You look like, you know, you're 18 years old. I feel great. Truthfully, you are glowing. I feel great. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. And the reason why you look good and you feel good is because you started just making little changes that yeah. you that you decided that you wanted to make because you wanted to feel better. Like in your 20s, you're like, I'm going to fuck all the bitches and eat all the Taco Bell and fucking drink all the tequila, smoke all the weed and like, you know, go to all the parties. And then when you hit 30, you're like, whoa, wait. That was fun. But if I continue to do that, like, I can feel it. Like, I'm going to die, you know? Like, (laughs) and it's cool to do that every once in a while. It's important to do that every once in a while, but just not all the time in your 30s. I think that's when it it really hits, especially for men, too. Amen. Amen. So, Benny Blanco and Gucci Loafers. Did you you realize you were going to, you guys, that I was going to get heavy to give away part of his secrets ah. you thought this was a you thought this was just about benny you got me I'm fucking you notes. got you got me breathing deep here I too know, so. I know. crazy <laughs> he's still a little bit out of breath i am no 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 word of a lie part two of benny blanco i think this is another beautiful episode 50 minutes of flourishing oh my God, we can't do a short one no it's we crazy. can't but i think the the your your you How know, was this? Was this good? This is incredible. And like, you know, the, what was dope about the first episode, it's like it was almost to the point where you were getting up and over the hill. Yeah. yeah. And this is kind of just like once. Okay, once guys, we once got round were, two. Yeah, once we you were over it. Yeah. Once you were over it, how, how you did it. But uh, episode part two. Of part Blanco. two featuring pizza. Thank you. The legend. Thank you. And uh, I'll see you on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Uh, flourish heavy flourish onwards believe in yourself never give up wear a condom when you think you should alright god bless <laughs> bye ooh, ooh, baby, my only lady you know you drive me crazy ooh, ooh, baby, my only lady you know you drive me crazy